Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Now think about what the Vikings want to do after an uncharacteristically poor defensive effort last season by Mike Zimmer's defense. You bring in Tomlinson. He weighs 318 pounds. They signed last year Michael Pierce. He opted out. He's a 340-pounder. I'm told the goal is to play those two side-by-side. 658 pounds of beef in the middle to eat up blocks and let the likes of Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr run free. What did you say? 658? Yeah, 318 and 340, right? Something like that? Yeah, run free. Um it's aggressive. Right. I think that maybe that's the new slogan for the for Maggie and Judd and Purple Daily. Six hundred fifty eight pounds of post quarantine year beef, just running free. Like, <laughs> how, how do you envision that? Like two men that big running free, just like so galloping ugly. around the football field. <laughs> do you call it running? Uh, no. Well, actually, I I told you on Maggie and Judd. By the way, welcome in Purple Daily. Phil Maggie, Judd Zolgad, uh, Declan out the rest of the week. AJ Fredrickson, who used to be our Ventline radio producer, he is. He, if you cut him open, he would bleed purple and tears. So, uh, <laughs> welcome AJ to the show. He'll make some write that down predictions on this Wednesday. We'll get to football centric write that down. I saw an Instagram video of Michael Pierce training a couple weeks back. Yep, and it's like this massive man doing agile box jumping and all these things that you would normally see like a CrossFit uh, workout look like. And he's like 300, whatever, 40 pounds. He's very agile, Michael Pierce. I'm sure he's an athlete, but I'm just saying I I can't imagine that much beef galloping around the football field. Like you stand there and stop the run, man. That's what you do. Doogie actually had that back in the winter. He was talking to him and he picked up CrossFit after uh, opting out. He said he was down like 40 pounds. We don't want him down too much. Yeah. Don't get down too much. Got to eat that chipotle. Got to eat that chipotle. Got to stop that run. Got to stop that run. Um, So we're going to get to write that down predictions, the latest news and notes and rumors and reports. And Judd has some inside information about where the Vikings stand in free agency right now. And the Bears are hilarious. So we'll get to some of that as well. But a quick shout out to our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer, spiked sparkling water. Corona Hard Seltzer comes in four flavors, one for each person along a 4-3 defensive line. 
And the Vikings are trying to fill those positions and offensive line. They only have like one credible offensive lineman right now. Uh, we're three days into free agency. Don't panic yet. All right, let's get to some of the latest news. No, I'm just going to throw a few things out and then you pick one or two of them and, and you riff and then we'll get to write that down predictions. So I think personally, the biggest question now, now that some of these big names have come off the board and, and some of the big ticket, like $15 million guys, Joe Tooney, Carl Lawson, right? These guys are off the board. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest question is, can the Vikings take advantage of potential discounts during the second wave? Because there's not going to be as much. Some of those, some of those, the, the guys in the first wave were making the same amount of money they would make if the salary cap hadn't gone down. And so there's less money to spend on the second and third wave of players. And yet there's still some talented players out there that can be upgrades for the Vikings. So they still have a chance to make some noise here, despite my rant a couple days ago. Chad Graff reporting from The Athletic, the Vikings are still looking at offensive linemen and cornerback help. We know that the that the Vikings actually have offers out to two former secondary uh, members, Mackenzie Alexander and Anthony Harris. And um, and you also reported on Mackie and Judd today that the Vikings are still sniffing around defensive end help as well, maybe via trade. Yes, because you want to expand on that. Yeah, there's there's about four or five teams that um, as we approach the beginning of the new league year, which is 3 p.m. Central today, which is Wednesday, um, teams have to be in compliance with the salary cap at that hour. And there's about four or five teams that are not. They are over that cap. And those teams are at a point where they have players who they don't want to just simply release because those players could get you something back in a trade. So the path that I'm headed down is with the Vikings swinging and missing on Monday on Carl Lawson and Hendrickson, uh, who went to the Jets and Bengals respectively, that the Vikings now are engaged in trade discussions to possibly get a pass-rushing defensive end uh, from a team that has to shed salary but considers that player to be too good to just simply jettison him through a release so that's where this could get intriguing Um, and I really do believe that the Vikings started Monday's legal tampering period with a goal of immediately trying to and they just didn't do it address uh, the right defensive end spot which brings up an interesting question which is this are are they convinced that Daniil Hunter at left defensive end is just just going to come back healthy and while he's been upset he'll put his his um, angst towards the team aside and come back and play. Are they planning to address his contract here at some point soon? Now, it's interesting. Yesterday, we we had a development on the Daniil Hunter front that is a very 20-something thing, and I don't know how to read into this, uh, but it's probably worth mentioning. I saw it on Twitter. So Daniil Hunter on Instagram had removed, he had stripped away all of his Viking pictures. Anything to do with the Vikings was gone, okay? Again, I'm 51, so I I will defer um, to Phil here about what this means. Yesterday, those pictures had been restored to his Instagram site, leading you to possibly believe, did somebody call him up and say, dude, calm down, we'll take care of you, it's going to be okay? I don't know. But nonetheless, um, it makes a lot of sense in some ways if you can get that complimentary Everson Griffin type end to pair back up with Hunter. And now you are stronger with with the additions uh, with Pearson Tomlinson in the middle of your deep defensive line. Uh, And that's what Zim dreams of, stopping the run and creating a pass rush. But on the Hunter front, I think I would describe it as we are very fluid right now as to where things stand with how he feels about the Vikings and if he is planning to show up for the start of training camp. So, you know, it's if I, you bring up the Instagram thing, 
people sort of laugh at that, right? Like, oh, there's so-and-so took down all the Eddie Rosario took down all the twin stuff. I was Instagram. It matters. Yeah, it is like like AJ comes from the Instagram. Like I'm I'm a big Instagram guy. Uh, Phil Mackey on Instagram, if you want to follow me. And it is a thing with this generation of players where they will literally tell like when Deshaun Watson stripped all Texans things from his Instagram. You don't just do that. I'm sure they, they, all these guys all have handlers and PR people that that like Tom Brady isn't putting together a highly produced post game hype video after every win. Right. Like he's sending a selfie to a guy and then that person. So, so they all have people that do this stuff for them. But you're not you're not asking that person to remove all photos of you in a Vikings uniform if you're not pissed. Right. And ready to walk, right? And good news, I don't think you're asking that person to reinstate all those photos if you don't feel like you're if you're back on good terms, it's something that you would do. So I think I, I actually think as ridiculous as this sounds, I think him putting those photos back up actually means that they're probably on better terms. They probably did have a conversation and probably said, dude, we love you. We'll take care of you. We're spinning 80 million plates right now trying to fix this team for 2021 and just know that like you need to calm down for a second while we fix these things and you should just trust us. But like AJ, are you with me on this in terms of what it means on Instagram? Yeah. Anybody who's not taking that seriously is dead wrong. And Vikings fans, if you don't think that means anything, look at Stefan Diggs last year, Mm -hmm. he's posting pictures of himself working out in different teams, uh, you know, the PE gear and then all a couple pictures Get taken down him and Zim sharing a nice hug. Nope, that's not there anymore. It matters. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster, he is the perfect example of this, and he's a little more into TikTok. And you saw how that evolved as the season went on. They had to he had to come out and say, "I'm stopping doing this," and it matters. This is the new, you know, press release for people. It's a little more subtle and it's a little harder to pick up. So these people who see, you know, twenty, thirty posts just disappear. Get them private eye degrees, but. This all matters. You should definitely pay attention to it. So two weeks back, I believe, when Hunter arbitrarily liked three tweets that basically were were off an Arif Hassan piece about his contract, and the tweets were from, I think it was two of them were from fans of the Titans, and one might have been a Raiders fan. Anyway, the point mm-hmm. is he liked them. Go back and look at his history on Twitter. It's not normal for him to like things about himself because he's a great player. He ordinarily does not care. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Um, When he liked those three tweets, that means a lot. That means, means, look, the reality is in the day and age that we've uh, progressed to, athletes, good or bad, do not need the media to convey their feelings. Like you used to have to go to a, a reporter, right, or go on a show, and you can still do that nationally, and it is still done. But it's the subtle things in a market like this that mean a lot. And again, I'm 51. I'm an older guy, but I know this. Like, it doesn't take – if you honestly don't think that that paying attention to this is important, if you care about it, you're just flat out wrong. And when Daniil Hunter is liking tweets about the Titans, who clearly, by the way, could use him, same at that time with the Raiders. There is some, there is something to be read into that, and it's meaningful. Okay, can we go back to the? So you you brought up something interesting. This is this is your original reporting that teams have to be cap compliant today, and there are still a handful of teams that are over the salary cap that are that, that would rather not just like cut a good player. They'd like to get something. Like, all right, if we have to get under the cap. 
you know, like the Eagles are over the cap. Um, and I'll just give you the teams. The Falcons are currently over the cap, according to overthecap.com, 2.4 million. The Saints are over the cap still, although they've done a lot of work to get even to 7 million over. They were like 100 million over before Drew Brees retired. Yep. Um, the Rams, the Eagles, and the Bears, according to over the cap, are all over the cap right now. The Packers and Lions are like right on the edge and slightly below. So those five teams have to get under the cap. And you've seen some Zach Ertz rumors floating out there, right? That the Eagles would be willing to trade it, trade Zach Ertz. And that's because they want to they want to get under the cap and get rid of his cap number. So I have just done some sleuthing here. You have not told me any names. I'm not compromising anything that you are reporting right now. Mm-hmm. There are two interesting edge rushers on these rosters. One with the Falcons and one with the Eagles. I don't think the Vikings are making a trade with the Bears. Um, Saints and Rams, maybe, but the Eagles and the Falcons seem to me like the two teams, like and the other the other two teams I mentioned, the Rams and the Eagles. Um, I'm sorry, the Rams and the Saints still think they're contenders. So I I think they're unlikely to trade an established player. Um, Falcons and Eagles are in transition mode, and I think are likely to make like be willing to trade a key piece if it helps them get under the cap. Mm-hmm. So tell me if I'm out of bounds here. Mm-hmm. Derek Barnett would save $10 million, edge rusher Eagles, former first-round pick, number 14th overall pick in 2017. They could cut or trade Derek Barnett and save $10 million to the salary cap in Philadelphia. And over in Atlanta, another first-round pick, former number three overall pick, Dante Fowler Jr. would save, looks like, 10 to $15 million to the cap mm-hmm. if the Falcons were to say goodbye to him. Um, I'm just, this is my own, just sleuthing and speculating. But if those teams are looking to get under the cap and you're hearing that teams over the cap are looking to maybe find trade partners, there could be options like that out there for yep. the Vikings. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I mean, they, they went into the, the legal tampering period on Monday with their sights set on two guys that they thought would put them over the edge as far as quality rush ends. And they whiffed, they didn't get them. And they're not going to be done because this all does come back to, and we can agree with this or disagree because I don't think that they are currently, this team is in a position to win a Super Bowl. But this comes back to, you've got two of the most important people with the Vikings who have pressure to try and win a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And so they are going to make moves. They're, they're not going to now punt. I, I don't think there's a bailout plan here, Phil. I don't think that there is a, we didn't get, uh, we didn't get, Lawson. So we're basically, let's look towards 2023. They are looking very much at 2021. And on Saturday, that will be completely confirmed when Kirk Cousins' contract for 2022, which again is a $45 million cap hit, uh, locks in as guaranteed. So yeah. And, and now the interesting thing about Barnett would be this too. He is the guy that the Eagles took with the first round pick that they got from the Vikings in the Sam Bradford trade. Um, and he played pretty well as a rookie, and I he's been he's been he's been kind of overwhelming according to Pro Football Focus in his career. Yes, yeah. So it's not a but, but it's the type of player that makes sense. But um, I do think that what we have to accept, and, and again, I think if you're a Vikings fan, you don't mind this. It certainly goes against um, the credo of this show now, which is to win a Super Bowl championship and to find a path towards that. But we are looking at a team that is going to remain very active and very involved in trying to win a Super Bowl for 2021. Now, my comeback personally to that, knowing what they're doing is, how about the left side of your offensive line? How about the fact that I find it very intriguing 
Now, and I know that they don't have the most cap space, and I know that teams, for the most part, around the league are strapped, so the Vikings aren't unique here, Phil. But the thing I find intriguing is you do have guys on defense that they obviously heavily recruited. And in two cases, they the top two guys, I think, on their defensive analyst said, you know what, I'm cool, I'll take the Jets cash. That's the Jets. And the second guy said, you know what, I'm cool too. I'll take the Bengals cash. Um, I don't think we can dismiss the fact that the that the shiny sexiness of playing for this team seems to have worn off just a little bit at the very least because if you if you're Lawson and you said to yourself the Minnesota Vikings are recruiting me they don't have the most cash out there but I really think that they are in a position if I join that team to win a Super Bowl we have certainly seen seen guys make the decision to uh, come here because they like what they perceive to be a uh, window of opportunity that's open. I don't think we can dismiss the part of the conversation that it's pretty clear the outsiders in the world right now, football-wise, don't seem to think that's the case. And by the way, they're probably right. Yeah, I mean, there are some, you know, obviously when when Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers, you got you got guys who are looking to maybe take some deals or or jump in on veteran minimum contracts to go win a Super Bowl. That's not the vibe here right now. Shouldn't be that shocking. You know, it wasn't like the Vikings were knocking on the door of a Super Bowl last year. I think a lot of fans look at this, and rightfully so, and say, well, there's a big improvement coming if they can fill a couple holes and get some guys back. But but the league doesn't feel that way. And I would, I'll, I'll actually defend Bengals' money. I think I think Joey Burrow is is making that place the cool place to be but that, yeah, in some ways. That might be true. Because I, th- I, think, I think he's respected. Mm-hmm. I think I also think, you know, Players, there's a lot of smart players out there that are saying, all right, well, this dude, if he comes back from injury and he's on a rookie contract for a few years, man, we could put something together around him like the Browns have done with Baker Mayfield. I think Burrow is better than Mayfield. Yep. Um, and the Jets, I'm, I'm interested in that one. The Jets always seem to have an abundance of cap space because they're just garbage and they um, and they they churn through young quarterbacks that don't usually make that much money. So they always have room to to go get other players. Do do some of these players know something we don't about Deshaun Watson maybe winding up there or something? I don't know. It's a it's a variable that, that could be in play. New coach um, too. Yep, new coach. It's it's New York. You know, it's a yep. big market, and there is some allure in like being part of the turnaround there. So so those are the things we know right now. Those are those are the latest news notes and rumors. And there, I think at some point maybe you and I can hop on tonight and do sort of a bonus episode about like our, we haven't talked about Orlando Brown Jr. and those trade discussions. There's going to be more things that come out today. So I'm guessing uh, we'll be able to do a, a little bonus episode later. But before we get to write that down predictions, AJ, if you could do us the honors, the Bears are just something else. And I and I get that the that the Bears beat the Vikings all the time at Soldier Field. And we're sitting in a little bit of a glass house here. But according to Dan Patrick, the Chicago Bears offered three first round picks a second round pick and two starters for Russell Wilson. And we're told no. And their response to that was, all right, plan B, the red rifle. Andy Dalton is our new starting quarterback for 10 million jobs on the line in 2021. And Andy Dalton is our guy and bears fans on the score. 670 in Chicago reacted hilariously bears vent line time. boy. And my take is, 
that this all but guarantees that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are going to be gone next season because I don't think anybody in their right mind thinks adding Andy Dalton to this to this team and this franchise puts them over the hump to be able to win a playoff game. You know, like I'm a Cubs fan. It's been brutal for years, but then, you know, we had great um, we had a great 2016. I get it. Now the Bears, like with the Bears, you know, they're just, you know, I'm not going to not be a Bears fan, but, man, they're just, like, they're making it tough, man. You know, you guys, you know, try to have a good one. They're making it real tough over there, guys. <laughs> Play play the play the guy that that absolutely melts down though. He's he's the best. I think it's right here. It's John and Joliet. Okay. The Chicago Bears organization. Why are you always the suckers of the NFL? You always gotta go for the sloppy third, fourth, and fifth, the bottom of the barrel, the scum underneath the pickle barrel. Chicago Bears continue to lie to us, give us BS conferences. Ryan Pace, you guys suck, and I can't wait to get fired and people. Just make some changes because I'm freaking pissed. That, that <laughs> is how you do it. There's a lot to unpack there. Dude, that is John amazing. Julia, man. Um, I have a corresponding write that down prediction. So do at I. Some point. I have we'll an Andy Dalton here. one myself. All right. Mine's a, mine's, a, mine's a little less Andy Dalton and a little bit more Vikings focus. But uh, but listen, Vikes, Vikes fans out there, if you're a little bit depressed about them whiffing on some big name free agents, uh, you know, and the, the bear. You could argue the Bears are in a similar, if not better, spot. Their defense is better, and I, you know, it's, it's a glass house we sit in here following this Minnesota Vikings team. But it is hilarious when Bears fans. Get, let's play like one or two more, just for just one or two more before we get to our predictions. There's no help coming at QB with the Dalton move. It can't be. Look at the holes that are left in this team. Look at the cap hell that the Bears are in. They completely missed the mark. This was their opportunity to clear the slate, clear the GM, clear the coach, clear the QB, get rid of these big, hefty, aging defensive contracts that were there, and they screwed it up because that's what they do. And I'll tell you what right now, you get Dalton, they have zero chance to be competitive at all this year. Zero. You're going to get rid of, uh, you know, Pace and Nagy in one more year. It's exactly what, you know, the Bears ownership does. They're a bottom three franchise, and they're showing it right now. So it's one year they flush down the toilet. I'll move on, and I'll be fine. <laughs> Those poor people. Those poor people. They they actually probably thought that they might get Russell Wilson for at least two weeks. They actually Dude. probably really thought, you know what, we got to change. I mean, when that list, when when the Wilson list came out, was it four teams? It was the Saints, the Bears. It was four teams, I think. When that list surfaced and the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears of Jim McMahon and Sid Luckman were on it, can you imagine the excitement? Can you imagine what Dude. this show, if he if the Vikings had been on that list, we would have gone nuts too, dude. Okay, real quick, would you guys give up three first round picks, a second or a third, whatever it was, and two starting players for Russell Wilson? I wouldn't because of his age right now. That's too that's too rich for me because of age. But I would, but I would seriously consider it for Deshaun Watson if that offer was made right now. I would, I would give it up for Deshaun Watson for sure. I would think about it with Russ, but Deshaun's like six years younger. What about you, AJ? You doing that trade? Wilson's thirty two. I think that's a little old, unless you can. Like guarantee me that they're going to at least the NFC championship game. But Deshaun sure. Watson, without a doubt, you do it for sure. sure. You push all in. You have Dalvin right now. You have amazing well, you have two amazing wide receivers. 
And, you know, look, apparently the defense is looking to get better. They can draft somebody, too, but I'm sure that first-rounder is going to be gone. So you, have, you have, don't forget, the two Dalvins, okay? That's all you need. The only two. Dueling, dueling Dalvins. Dueling Dalvins. AJ, let's, uh, let's fire up some write-that-down predictions here. I think I put AJ on. The, I, 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 put, I didn't expect I, that quick of a transition. I'm not going to be, I'm not, sorry, I'm gonna be I honest. Sorry, I put AJ on the spot there. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right, that's right. We are the only show in America, both on Classic Write That Down on Mackie and Judd and Football Write That Down here on Purple Daily. That keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable. Uh, so here's how this works. And by the way, usually we welcome in listener participants this week. Things are just a little bit different production wise for us. And Declan's out of town. And so we're uh, AJ is going to represent the listeners in his predictions today. Three Vikings or football related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And if you want to be part of a future episode out there, if you're a Vikings fan, DM me or Declan on Twitter at Phil Mackey or at Dex's tweets, and you can participate. Uh, boys, are you ready for this? Ready to uh, yeah. sling some prediction down? Yeah. Write that down. So we're gonna we're gonna go through an accountability session here first, and then we'll start with uh, with Judd on the predictions. But Judd, you had three things come off the board. Finally, some things are coming off the board here because free agency has arrived. It's about time. So, Judd, you said Joe Tooney will not sign with the Vikings. That was correct. Mm -hmm. You said Riley Reef will not be back with the Vikings in 2021. That was correct as well. Yeah. Nice work. You did say Joe Tooney would wind up with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, He chose the opposite of that, and he went and played for a Super Bowl contender instead with Kansas City. So two out of three for Judd this week. I had a million things come off the board. Most of them bad. Woof. That's a lot off the board. I said Riley Reef will agree to a restructured contract in March. That was wrong. I said the next contract. Yeah. I said the next contractual domino to fall for the Vikings will be Riley Reef. It was Dan Bailey. They cut Dan Bailey before they dealt with Riley Reef. I said a credible report will surface between last week and this week's write that down about a restructure discussion between the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Funny, Matt Ryan restructured. A couple other guys have, there's been restructured talks. Tom Brady, right? You know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe the Cousins restructure is still coming. I don't know. You know, that was a really bad prediction. What made you think eight would do it? Well, he's now the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL going into this year, according to overthecap.com, just sal- from a salary cap standpoint. I'm not even asking him to take less money overall. I just need a restructure. Maybe the Vikings are the ones that say, listen, we don't want to add another year to this thing, so let's just see what happens. Um, I'm sure it was discussed, but it hasn't been reported publicly. So here we are. I said the Vikings will sign Joe Tooney in free agency. That was wrong. However, I did correctly say that Joe Tooney would be linked to the Vikings in a credible report by a mainstream reporter by March 20th. He was, but the Vikings whiffed on him. So I got that one right. Vikings whiffed. Uh, listener predictions. Sam said Kirk Cousins and Anthony Barr will restructure their deals before March 17th. Well, one mm. of them did, mm. but mm. the other one did. Mm. <laughs> so that one's wrong. 
Mm-hmm. And then Declan had a few things come off the board. He said Riley Reef will be cut by the Vikings. He was correct on that. He hedged later and said not only will Riley Reef remain on the Vikings roster, but his cap hit will be no higher than $10 million. Wrong. And he said Aaron Jones will not resign with the Green Bay Packers. He did. That was wrong. Some predictions still on the board. Judd, you said there will be a report by May 1st that the Vikings received at least one call on a Kirk Cousins trade. Yep. Your thoughts? How do you feel about that one? I hope it gets out. I think it happened. I hope it gets out. Um, I think it happened too. Who can I get to dig on this? Can I leak it? I mean, why is why has no one... like? Th- th- clearly, they got calls on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, San Francisco right? called them. For God's sakes... Stafford, Garoppolo, there's calls yeah, on all these guys. They got calls. So, yeah. Not from a ton of uh, teams. De- Declan, uh, still on the board, said between now and the draft, a credible website will mock the Vikings trading up to take a quarterback. I don't think that's going to happen at this point. I would I would be pretty shocked if that happened. Uh, I'm on the record saying that Deshaun Watson will be traded to the San Francisco 49ers. I think that's still very much in play. I think the 49ers are one of the teams that realistically makes sense for Deshaun Watson. I don't know how much they're going to be willing to give up, but uh, it seems like the Panthers are the team that's most all-in and desperate to make that happen. Yeah, and don't sleep on the Jets. Don't sleep on the Jets and don't sleep on the Dolphins. They're still involved. And Bob B., representing the listeners, said Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman will be fired by the beginning of the 2022 season, and it's shaping up that way if they don't make some more moves in free agency here. So those are some predictions that are still on the board. The 2021 season stats, Judd Zolgad, the new completion percentage leader at 46%, no touchdowns. Still checking down I'm too at, much. I'm at 35% with three touchdowns. Declan, 33%, no touchdowns. Listeners, still not on the board halfway through mm. the month of March. All right, boys, let's get to the meat and potatoes here. We'll start with Judd. We'll go Judd, AJ, me, three trips around the room. Lead us off here, Judd. You take the first snap. So, just to be clear, too, does AJ do his predictions go on the Declan Goff predictions or the listener predictions? We're gonna we're gonna put them under the uh, the listener. Prediction so they have a chance category. to get off the Schneid. Then okay, cool. Yep. All yep. right. Prediction number one. Write this down. Brian O'Neill will be the Vikings' left tackle in Week One this season. Brian yeah. O'Neill will be the Vikings' left tackle because someone's got to play there, and. and I do believe that they're still involved in the Orlando Brown Jr. discussions. I also believe that those discussions are probably going to lead to probably four to five potential suitors. So I'm just going to go with the odds here that it comes internally and O'Neill goes from right tackle to left tackle. And Hans probably gets paid a lot on his next contract that's coming up if he is playing left tackle. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I I think it makes sense if they think that he can handle just it sounds. Oh, what's the difference? Well, a lot, especially if you haven't played a lot of left tackle, especially in the NFL. If they think it'll work, I'm good with it, especially because it's a blindside position. That's just the most important spot on your line. Yep. But then I wonder, okay, does that mean Ezra Cleveland is not a left tackle because you drafted him as a left tackle? Does he just stay at right guard? Or by the way, like he wasn't that great at right guard either. Like he was just better than Dakota Dozier was at left guard. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't know if it. I, they need to add more good players along the line. Yeah. Period. Like, and keep in mind too, I believe in O'Neill's last year with the Pitt Panthers, he played left tackle. So Cleve, yep. Cleveland and O'Neill have both played left tackle in college. Pitt mm-hmm. Pitt is a pretty good program, not great, but pretty good, and and. O'Neal has proven himself 
right now as a quality tackle on the right side where Cleveland is going to be going into a second year and was playing guard. I think if you put the pieces of the puzzle together, the temptation much more would be to take the guy who's playing right tackle and has been playing for a while in the league and move him to Cousins' blindside as opposed to the guy who would be moving back to tackle from guard. That's fair. That's fair. All right, AJ, your first prediction. My first one, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins will not restructure his contract prior to OTAs this season. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's, the, it's becoming evident. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and if he doesn't, it just, it makes things weird going into next year because going into next year, you're either going to just swallow a ridiculous cap hit or you're going to restructure him beyond 2021, 22. So he's got you. We'll I mean, he has so many things that he already gets, you know, thrown at him, like the, the Monday night football record, all this other stuff. At this point, people's yelling at him, you're, you know, you need to restructure. <laughs> you need to help your team. That just bounces off him. He it's it doesn't phase him whatsoever. He's got his contract locked in. He's just going to stick with it. I don't see why he yep. would budge at all. I think you're probably right. All right, my first prediction here. Write this down. The Vikings will make a trade sometime between now and next week's. Write that down. The Vikings will make a trade sometime yeah. between now and next week's. Write that down. I think down. you're right. It just feels like yeah. they've been a little too content to let some of these, like, I get that they don't want to spend, they don't want to overspend in free agency, but it just seems like they've got some irons in the fire here that make them more willing to let free agents sign with other teams. Yep. And that's that's the only thing I can think of <laughs> yeah, logically. Because guys are saying, no, I really don't want to play there. Nice stadium. Don't want to play there. Yep. Yep. All right, Judd, back to you. All right, it's time for my Red Rifle prediction. Andy Dalton will get at least one win this coming season versus the Vikings. Andy Dalton will get a win against the Vikings in 2021. Yep. Yeah, you know that's going to happen. It's going to be you know at Soldier happen. Field, too, without a doubt. Yeah, of course it is. But, I mean, he he beat them here with Dallas this past season. Yep. Actually, since beat it, them. Well, I'll, get, I'll, I'll let, go ahead, AJ. You make your second prediction, then. I, I, won't, I won't step out of line here. I have a very similar one, but go ahead, AJ. Okay, I'm going to say uh, Panthers will acquire Deshaun Watson in a trade where they're sending uh, Chris McCaffrey. Ooh. So, like, three first-round picks, Christian McCaffrey, and... That's juicy. And maybe a third or something like that. And a third. I love, like, in AJ's right, like, in a third. Like, you know that... That that's part of the discussion. Like, well, all right, the, we it's want the sprinkles. It's more for the aesthetic. <laughs> it's, it doesn't add any flavor. It's so true. It doesn't benefit anybody really. But you know, it's a third. Oh, no, runner. no, it does. I it's, guess no. Yeah, it's a nice little add-on. You know what it is? It's buying a car. It's buying a car, and it's getting something. It's it's the heated seats. It's the same reason why Phil <laughs> out- <laughs> third round pick heated seats. It's the same reason why Phil he got his outfit ready for the day, and then he looked in the mirror. He's like, I think a hat would complete this. 100%. You know, he didn't 100%. need it, but it's there. It's true. It's that, that's exactly what happened today, too. I put this amazing outfit on. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day green here today. It's a little bit limeier than maybe St. Patrick's it's Day green. It's very Seahawks. And I was like, you know what would really complete this? A, a plain gray hat. Let's make this happen. It's very Seahawks. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. My second prediction here. I'm just going to make it official. Write this down. Despite us making fun of the Bears for signing Andy Dalton, they will still beat the Vikings at Soldier Field in 2021. Write it down. Inevitable. Yeah, yeah, it is. They could run Wildcat with no quarterback, and I would still feel uncomfortable about the Vikings winning that game. All right, back to Judd. Okay, my final, I'll write that down. Kirk Cousins 
will not be playing the 2022 season on his current contract, meaning it either will be redone or he will be gone. So Kirk Cousins will not be playing the 2022 season with the Vikings, obviously, on his current contract, meaning it either will be redone, AJ, or he will be gone. All right. Because I, I, I think you're right. Because I also think that there's a chance that the people that run the team might be different, and they ain't going to sit there and say, "Oh, no, no problem." And and if Spielman and Zimmer gone, the new regime is going to have time to make changes. There won't be immediate pressure on them. So yeah, okay. like they'll get yeah they'll get to, uh, a a season to clear the the decks. If yeah, you need to. Exactly. All right, AJ, your final prediction. My final one. I'm going to say. Talks with Anthony Harris are going to fall through, and the Vikings will sign a safety during free agency. Okay. Okay. So a safety not named Anthony Harris. Yes. Okay. Yeah, is Kareem Jackson still out there? I believe so. Did yes. he just get cut? Yep. Interesting. I think he is. Okay. All right, and write this down, final prediction. I'm I'm just going to double down on the Bears thing here, all right? <laughs> I, have, I have a Bears parlay. Bears parlay. By March 1st of 2022... The Bears will have missed the playoffs. Andy Dalton will have thrown at least 10 interceptions. And the Bears will fire their general manager, Ryan Pace, and their coach, Matt Nagy. By, all, all by March 1st next year. Nice home Those run. Those things are going to happen. Nice touchdown pass there if you get that. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it's that much of a touchdown to say that they're going to fire their coach and GM. No, but, but I just want to sprinkle in, like, all those things together, yeah. I think, equal home run. You're coupling in the so. meltdown around those guys. Yeah. So there it is. Those are the write that down predictions for the week here on Purple Daily. Uh, We are the only show in America that keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable every single week. And we're going to we're going to keep coming back here with every single day and even, you know, sprinkling in. We had a bonus episode a couple nights ago. Um, Vikings news and notes are going to keep piling up here. And I think there's probably another like once teams have to get under the cap, there might be another period here where the Vikings have to or, or where other teams have to make a trade and the Vikings might make sense. So anyways, we've got you covered on Purple Daily. We are your absolute destination for Vikings entertainment and news and rumors and speculation, etc. And we'll see you guys next time.